0: Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greco-Roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. We're back after a two-month hiatus due to my sabbatical travels and research. We resume our discussion of the classics with a whopper, a passage from Epictetus' Discourses, Book 1, Section 2. As we will see, this is one of those instances in which Epictetus is being very straightforward and arguably even harsh with his students but let's listen carefully to what he's saying, and see what we can make of it. Quote, For a rational being, the only unbearable thing is unreasonableness. But anything reasonable is bearable. Being beaten isn't, in itself, unbearable. What do you mean? Look at it this way. The Spartans submit to being flogged once they've realized that it's a reasonable thing to do. But being hanged is unbearable, isn't it? Except that when a person feels that it's a reasonable thing to do, he'll go and hang himself. In short, if we look carefully, we'll find that nothing distresses a rational being as much as what is unreasonable, and conversely, that nothing attracts it as much as what is reasonable. But people's views of what's reasonable and unreasonable differ, just as their views of good and bad do, and what is or is not expedient. This, above all, is why we need education so that we learn how to adjust our preconceptions of what's reasonable and unreasonable until they fit particular instances in a way that conforms with nature." There is so much to unpack here. First off, Epictetus says that the only truly unbearable thing for a rational creature, such as humans, is to do something unreasonable. That is, something we find unjust, unmotivated, or against our own interests. This is a fundamentally Socratic position, and it strikes me as psychologically very plausible. Nobody does something irrational on purpose. Even when people do things that others judge irrational, they are convinced of being in the right. The next few bits could be taken straight out of a modern manual on cognitive behavioral therapy. Epictetus provides us with examples of things that many would judge unreasonable, and yet, that people sometimes do willingly and for good reasons. Such examples include the Spartans who submit themselves to flogging in order to practice endurance of hardship, and even the fact that sometimes people commit suicide if they think they have a good reason to do so. At this point, however, Epictetus acknowledges that there is a variety of opinions about what is and what is not reasonable, of course. This observation is nowadays often brought up as an argument in favor of relativism, especially moral relativism. Who am I to say that person X or culture Y is doing things the wrong way? You say potato, I say potato, that sort of thing. But of course Epictetus is no relativist. After making the observation, he goes on by saying that that's why we need education, so that we can figure out what is truly reasonable or unreasonable. Education here doesn't mean getting a college degree it means studying practical philosophy of the kind taught by Epictetus himself. Such education is what allows us to challenge what Epictetus calls our preconceptions, that is our pre-reflective opinions about things. The goal is to develop our sense of deliberate judgment which Epictetus thinks is what truly defines us as human beings. Develop in which way? We get the answer right at the end of the quote, so that we may conform to nature. In Stoic parlance, this means that we should act in agreement with the most distinctive characteristics of human nature, which are sociality and rationality. What is reasonable, then, turns out to be what is pro social, which is the foundation of Stoic ethics. Thank you for listening to Practical Wisdom. We will return next week, fate permitting.